everybody. This is Lauren Mull. Well, looks like Judd's not here again, so I guess I'm going to have to guest host the you show. You What? Hi. Oh, oh, hey, Judd. Sorry to surprise you. Hey, good. To, well, I'm glad to see you got here, okay? I'm happy to be here. I had to step out for a moment. We just wrapped up this fabulous show. Well, it was fabulous. I know. We had Olivia Cal. We had Ame Kyo from Cafeteria Kids Theater talking about... Well, what were you talking about? Don't give him too much, but... Willy Wonka. Theater and children. It's all good stuff. And the way you present theater and children is very admirable. I tell you, Jeff, that Olivia, she's got a great voice. I know. She should work in radio. She should. I think folks are going to enjoy the show. We got an animated duo in studio today. It was a lot of fun. I had a blast. Folks will listen, but in the meantime, what should they know? Lauren Mole. You are welcome to visit Judd and his family's winery at the South Senda Silverado Trail here in Napa Valley, California, USA at Judd's Hill Winery, 2332 Silverado Trail. Visiting information is available anytime at www.juddshill.com. You'll find a lot of cool stuff online while you're visiting the website. Well, thank you, including our quirky videos, wine-related poetry, and, of course, wine. So folks can get some if they want, and maybe we should give them a deal. For being an avid listener, type in coupon code JNVS, all in lowercase letters, please, no capitals, and you'll get 15% of your entire wine art. Now that is a good deal. I'd say so, and for an even better deal, they could join the wine club. It's free to join. Make sure you get all of our delicious vino, and invitations to fun events. There's really, really nothing to lose. Well, there you go. While you're online... I would also recommend having a look at cafeteriakidstheater.org. Is that the correct address? Indeed it is, Judd. Woohoo! And there you have it. Enjoy today's show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a fantastically fun Finkel Fest. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. A little taste of wine. So many kinds. But my favorite kind is Judd's Hill Wine. And here's your host... The gentleman we like to toast, John Finkelstein. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Lauren Mole. How are you this fine Napa Valley morning? I'm doing fine, John. How about you? Well, I'm doing just great. Enjoying the beautiful weather we're having. It's harvest season. There's the smell of wine in the air, and folks just seem to be in a good mood. It's a a beautiful day in Napa Valley. It sure is. What's going on with you? Well, uh, tomorrow I'm happy to say that... uh, I'm going to be singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game with my friends from Everybody's a Star at the Giants game. Ah, yes. This is tomorrow. That's wonderful. I bet you can have a, a big crowd there for you. That's right. We're going to have a great time. Hopefully, with your encouragement, the Giants will win one. That's right. When they play against the Colorado Rockies. Well, hey. So tell me, this is going to be Take Me Out to the Ball Game, the traditional seventh inning stretch. Yes. And what have you got planned? Are you going to do anything particularly nutty? Are you going to... Uh, dress up kind of kooky or are you going to wear just a nice uh, shirt and tie what are you going to how are you going to present yourself i'm just going to wear my giants gear ah okay very good uh let's talk about the group that you will be representing sure uh everybody is a star is a non-profit based uh, organization in sonoma 
uh, that helps special needs individuals showcase their talents and broadcast quality music videos. Isn't that wonderful? It is. As if I have to ask you. Right. If you go to the website, and I love being able to plug this for you, everybodystar.org, yes. which runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week, please note, uh, you can see Lauren's video. That's right. What song are you doing? I Just Haven't Met You Yet by Michael Buble. I mean, I, I know. I've seen it several times, but I just like to hear you say the. Oh. You, you have a way of bubleing, which I enjoy hearing. I do. Yeah. And I'm much, I'm much more of an American representation of him. Ah, indeed. Right. And this, so, yes. Yeah, and so, because uh, of the Giants game, tomorrow I will not be appearing on the Napa show with Artie Party. Ah, well, who do you get to fill in? Hmm, I don't uh, know. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's going to be a surprise. But, you know, Judge, surprising to say that no one else from either KVYN or KVON has ever filled in for me on, on the Napa show with Artie Party before. But uh, it, it uh, could happen. Wait a minute. Are you sure about that? Yes. You're absolutely sure? Yes. What happened two Wednesdays ago? Oh. You took over for me. I thought so. <laughs> for the best September Fool's prank ever. <laughs> That's right. Well, I mean, you were there, but I was just pretending to be you, and you, you came out with a Hawaiian shirt and a ukulele, and a, I'm not sure I appreciated it, but uh, thick glasses and a big fake nose. <laughs> well, that was fun. Which I provided, by the way. Okay, our guests are like looking at us in horror, like, Lauren, how could you? Like, no, it was, you know, I can joke about you. We haven't introduced you, but you're welcome to speak. I mean, you don't have to be mutes over there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's okay. You're, you can pipe in any time. No one knows who you are yet. Yeah, so who's going to so fill in for me tomorrow night? Tune in to find out on Channel 28 at 6 o'clock. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, so, uh, so what's been going on with you, John? Well, let's see. It's harvest time, so very, very busy with the grapes coming in. You know, we've got some... Very good news. I'm going to take this opportunity to do a little horn tooting, bragging, whatnot, since uh, we're talking about wine and the winery and whatnot. We got some very nice reviews from the wine advocate, Robert Parker, rated our 2013 Cabernet Sauvignons. We make a few different ones, and they were rated at 90 points plus with our reserve cab, our Founders Art Cabernet 2013 at 94 plus points. So we're very excited to receive that news of course we always know our wine's delicious but it's nice when you you get that affirmation from um you know from a respected critic like that and the winery as far as hospitality goes people visiting received the TripAdvisor certificate of excellence for our consistent uh, great reviews we are the number two specific thing to do within napa valley if you go on TripAdvisor, is to visit Ooh. Judd's Hill. So we're wow. very excited about that. If you go on TripAdvisor, I mean, fairness, we're actually the number four thing, but I said specific because the first two things are go wine tasting. That's like number one. And number two is book a tour to go wine tasting. So <laughs> then you get to Judd's Hill. So we're very excited about that. Please, and we love to have our, our neighbors come. In fact, we participate in the Napa Valley Vintners Napa Neighbors Program. So show us your ID that you live in Napa County, and you're going to get a complimentary tasting. We love to meet our neighbors. Come on, let us show you a good time. Tonight, speaking of good times, my band, the Maikai Gents, will be performing at Miminashi downtown, Napa, the new hotspot, as part of their Tiki Night. There's going to be a Judd's Hill wine specials, tropical cocktail specials, food of the Hawaiian slash Japanese influence, and old-time Hawaiian music with the Maikai Gents. So swing on by tonight. Save the date of December 11th from noon to 2.30 to come on out to our annual Hanukkah Hootenanny at the winery, which benefits... <laughs> oh, come on. It's, it's a Hootenanny. It's the Hootenanny. <laughs> I think this is our second annual, 10th annual Hanukkah 
Who, now we thought it was the 10th last year, and then we realized, oh, wait, it might be the 9th, actually. <laughs> so this is our second annual, 10th <laughs> annual. It all supports Community Health Initiative Napa County, which makes sure that everybody in Napa County has access to health insurance and health care. And, uh, okay, that's Sunday, December 11th. And what else should I tell you? Oh, save next June, first week of July, to go to Alaska with me. We're going to do a Judd's Hill cruise. And all the details are at Judd'sHill.com. Look on events. And the Alaska cruise departs June 30th out of Seattle. And we'll spend a week cruising Alaska, British Columbia. It's going to be beautiful. And, and I'll show you a good time on the... I was about to say the high seas, but some people are nervous about that. And it's not really the high seas. It's kind of the inside passage. It won't be too bumpy, but we'll have a great time. <sighs> that's all I got to talk about right now. Well, that's fine. But we have got some <laughs> wonderful people here that have plenty more to talk about. Oh, we do. I would like for them to be introduced. Bring them out of the shadows, will you, Lauren Mull? Sure, that I will, because I have the paper right here in front of my hand. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Our guests know about acting from here to Bombay. Their theater programs and camps for kids will certainly spawn play. And the name of their group conjures a midday entree. So without further ado, let us to Anchors Away. As we meet Cafeteria Kids directors Olivia and Ah May. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. He is a professional. He is a professional. You've just now been Lauren Mould with his signature rhyming introduction. I love it. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome, Olivia. Ame. Great to to have you guys here. Olivia Cal, Ame Gio. Thank you for having us. You are the directors of Cafeteria Kids Theater. I've got a big microphone. I can't see you. There we go. Which we should talk about. You guys are, are really doing amazing, amazing things here in the world of uh, kids theater here in Napa. You know what? Let's not talk about it right away. Okay. Let's work up to it. <laughs> Great. We've got two very interesting people, and I would like to kind of find out a little bit about who you are and how you got to where you are here. And you both have excellent credentials in the world of theater. We know that. Ame, you've got your Master's of Fine Arts, yes, in um, acting from UC San Diego, is that correct? University of California at San Diego. That is actually a funny story there, but they are different. Oh. There's two different programs. Oh. And I Okay, well, correct me, please. Well, I originally, actually, uh, oh so long ago in 1994, uh, thought I was applying to University of San Diego because a good friend of mine knew the head of the department and had recommended him and and had recommended University of San Diego. So I went through, I asked for the application and I filled it out and I sent it in and rehearsed my two monologues, which is what you have to audition with, two contrasting monologues, one, one preferably classical. So I had my little Shakespearean monologue and I had my little contemporary monologue and I showed up to audition at the address that I was given when I called the number on the application. And I finished my audition and all the people who were there including Michael Greif, who was the head of the La Jolla, the artistic director of the La Jolla Playhouse at the time. He's, of course, the director of Rent. Oh. Yes. And is now probably relaxing somewhere in Tahiti because he's made so much money off of that show. Um, I would be. Yes. So anyway, he was in there and um, as were the most of the faculty. And after I finished my audition, he started telling me about the La Jolla Playhouse. Now, the University of San Diego, of course, is connected to the Old Globe Theater, in San Diego. Famous. Very famous. La Jolla Playhouse is also, you know, no small potatoes. But as he's speaking to me about the La Jolla Playhouse, 
I started nodding my head, and I, I realized that I had applied to the wrong program. Uh. <laughs> I've never heard this story. Have you never? No. Oh, my God. Exactly. It was one of those embarrassing – talk about flop sweat. I had a horrible <laughs> flop sweat, and I must have been bright red. They didn't know that, but I just smiled and nodded, and they wanted me to come back in the afternoon and do a callback and meet another faculty member who was missing. So I said, okay. So I remember at the break going out onto the – a big like grassy area in front of what actually is the theater office department, the the department office. And and someone had given me a brochure and I started reading up as much as I could about UCSD because I had this feeling that I was getting into the program, but I didn't know anything about it because I thought I was applying to a different program. Uh And, Anyway, so which one did you roll with? You went with the UC. Well, I, I ended up getting, I, you know, they, they took me. So there were 10 actors in that program. And, you know, I, my, my roommates at the time were an old friend, my old friend Haley and her, her husband at that time, um, she's since remarried, but her husband at that time, Willis and Willis had also auditioned for master's programs of which he had already finished, but he ended up going to Juilliard. But he said of all the programs he applied to UCSD was UCSD was the only one who had, um, turned him down. So I thought, well, she's Mr. Juilliard. I guess I (laughs) I guess I should go to UCSD. So anyway, but more than that, I I really liked what they had to offer, and I liked what the at UCSD the in the master's program in your second year you do a show at La Jolla Playhouse, and you have the opportunity to get your actor's equity card, which is a very big deal and often hard to get. That's how you work. That's how you work. So anyway, I rolled with it and it turned out to be the best mistake I ever made. And Wonderful. There it is. When wonderful things happen from mm-hmm. little mistakes like that. Yes, indeed. Good okay. And, and Olivia, yeah. you have your Master's of Arts, correct? I have my Master's of Arts in Drama. In Drama yeah. from, and I'll say it carefully, San Francisco State University. Not San Francisco University no. or UC San Fr- Okay. We, right. You got into the program you meant to get into. I did. That I did. <laughs> okay. Yes, I did. Yep, I went to uh, San Francisco State University, and like I may, there were 10 of us in the year I was there. And different than the Master of Fine Arts in in acting or in directing, which is very specific, the Master's in Drama is sort of a whole look at the world of theater. So I got to do some theory, some directing, mm-hmm. some acting, lots and lots and lots of reading. And here I am. Here you are, <laughs> and, and that's that. That's the end of the and story. And that's it. There was nothing else. Well, in I mean, you, you're no slouch in the world of dance either. I mean, no, what I'm is not. It, the Royal Academy of Dance you trained yes, with? Yes, I did. I got to I got to train in Royal Academy of Dance. Taught, um, actually took from a lady who would who was brilliant and very huge in my childhood. At uh, as anybody who does ballet, because predominantly it's it's ballet, and a person comes over from London and actually. Um, you have to have sections memorized and perfected that you then perform for this sort of judge in, in essence who then decides whether you get to move up to the next level. And I am sure I am butchering that gratefully for the RAD people who are listening out there. But, yeah, no small feat. So hardcore ballet training in my background. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. And it serves you well now. You do much of the choreography, I believe, I for your productions. So that, which we're going to get to all that. Sure. We're just working up. We're working up. <laughs> and you are, you're local. You're, you're a Napa person, aren't I'm you? I'm a Napa. I'm a, I was born at Queen of the Valley Hospital. Oh, yes. Yeah. Napa person. And you even uh, worked at this station for a while, did I you not? I even worked at this station, yes. In the two, early 2000s, I was a news reporter and got some very, very cool opportunities here. 
and things that for a while I wasn't sure if I was going to go into broadcasting. It was one of those really amazing events in my life to get that opportunity at 18 to be in this in this room. Well, needless to say, you still got the voice. Hey, thank you. She does. <laughs> Can you give us a little bit of your KVON and here's the news from KVON or oh, whatever yeah. you used well, to say? Uh, oh, yes, I can totally. It's my maiden name, so it's even it's even more interesting. What was it? It was, here's Olivia Johansson with KVON Wine Country News. Wait, you're that Olivia Johansson? Uh, hey, I'm not oh, Olivia Johansson. Who knew? Now I know who you are. <laughs> Your secrets are out, <laughs> right? And 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 Ame, you are not originally from here. You're you're a Texan. I'm a Texan. Ah. I was born in Austin, Texas. Oh, and yeah. is that really how you used to talk? I probably. Oh, uh, yeah. B- lots of years of vocal training has hammered it out. But I see. But if I get upset, or when I used to have a glass of wine, I don't anymore. But when I used to have a glass of wine, it would definitely it come out when you're angry. It does when I'm when I'm angry. I do. Bit. It comes out a little bit. <laughs> or when I would talk to my grandmother. Hi, hi, honey. How are you? I'm fine. You know, oh, it would come out. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very yes, good. Yes. What brought you to? Napa Valley, and I'm kind of curious how both of you found the path to the dramatic art. So if you want to, you can answer oh, your Napa oh, path and drama. How much time path. do you have? Well, <laughs> not a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> a but whole lot of time. If we can hear the nutshell story, <laughs> yes. that would be nice. Reader's Digest. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you like to start? Sure. Uh, mine's probably shorter because okay, my career has, was not as prolific oh, as my please. partner's here. Um, let's see. Uh, I started drama in high school at Napa High School under Sharon Rogers <laughs> and had amazing experiences with her and then continued on. I actually went to Napa Valley College for two years to get all my general ed classes out of the way, which is an awesome option, by the way, for all of you people out there. Cool. And from there just sort of made the switch from ballet to to acting mostly because of the toll ballet was taking on my body mm-hmm. and just kind of got to that age of decisions and decided to go the route of of drama and continued it through college and started teaching children while I was in undergrad and then got the opportunity to do that when I went into grad school and it all sort of married together the love of children the love of theater and here we are that's you, my nutshell. That, well, that, that, that's a good one. And you've done some pretty prominent stuff, at least here Locally. in our community, uh, at the Napa Valley Opera House. You directed Chorus Line. I did. I did. The all-teen version. Yeah. You've worked with uh, Lucky Penny Productions. We've I had have. a bunch of those folks on this show. Sure, I'm a big sure. fan of what they've done. And, of course, all the work with the kids. With the kiddos. It's, it's great. Okay. Ame from Texas. You got the acting bug early. Is okay, this something I, your family was into, or I, you just did. discovered? Or? Well, I, I think they're all. The, I think both my parents are pretty theatrical in their own right. But I, the they, my mother brought me to an audition um, when I was five, and I and I booked it, and it was <laughs> wow. playing Lu- Lucinda Lucinda Baines Johnson. Lyndon Baines Johnson's little sister in the musical production of his life called Texas Hill Country. Oh, yes. It was at Zilker, Zilker Hillsat Theater this in Austin. A, a story of LBJ. This is the story of LBJ's okay. childhood. childhood. Right. Shockingly, it didn't move. <laughs> that was the one-time production of it. But however, well, I still congratulations. Re- thank you. Yeah, it was, it, was my big, it, was my big, it was my big debut. After that, I just, you know, I did classes, and then I ended up taking classes with a woman named Dee Dee Clark, 
who I started taking classes with her at age 10, along with seven other young people. And she is really my inspiration for starting a children's theater because she's still, God bless her, doing it. Mm. She's got, we now, my friend Ranjani, who was also in one of the original eight, we call it Didi's Empire. And so we started in this little teeny tiny house in in central Austin, which was before us was occupied by this guy who wanted to do health food. And he was had this big idea about doing health food and it it was called Whole Foods. Anyway, oh, yeah. I don't know what happened to him. I've heard of that. Anyway, uh huh. Sounds familiar. Right. So um that's we, it. yeah, that's in Austin, Texas. That's in Austin, uh, Texas, yeah. Business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she took over and that was where the first classes were. Now she has eight locations around Austin and mm. you know, has her own theater and anyway, she's she's a mentor and she's actually on our board of advisors. She is. And I call her still all the time, like, Dee Dee, this is happening. Can I still can I get your help? I need what do I do? So that was how I started training with her and then got into high school and got really deep into theater in high school and then went to NYU Tisch mm-hmm. for college and then ended up going to grad school at UCSD, which I already told you that story. And then upon graduating, worked for about 10 years in the business. In, in New film, York? In New York and yeah. in LA, um, you know, and all over, and I did theater all over the country and um, even went to Europe a little bit, which that was interesting. Very cool. Very, very interesting. European audiences are very different from American what, what audiences. What type of work were you doing? Was it, was it? Avant-garde stuff? Well, here's so funny. It was actually avant-garde. And this is actually where Olivia and I had a connection because it turns out when she was talking about, you know, studying theory, one of the groups that she studied... One of my favorite groups of all time. Yeah. Was the Wooster Group. The Wooster Group, yep. In New York City. And I actually did an internship with them for like three years into running their box office and learning so much about the craft of acting just by watching them in rehearsals because their rehearsals were always closed. But once you were sort of in their little inner sanctum, they would allow you to come in and watch rehearsals. And I remember watching the incredible and completely irreplaceable Kate Bach, who's one of their founding members. She's she's one of the most extraordinary actors ever born Mm -hmm. and watching her and learning from her just by watching her perform night after night and stuff that I still use now in teaching kids. She's just, she's fabulous. Anyway, so a gal who had been a part of the Wooster group split off and formed her own multimedia sort of avant-garde company. And it's called the Builders Association. Who and I also studied. <laughs> just so funny. <laughs> She's there and I'm studying it. I love it. And they're actually still they're actually still producing. But I did a, a, a show with them called Extravaganza. And it was kind of this ode to Busby Berkeley and his life in that time. And we ended up taking that around um, Western Europe. Yes. So the, I mean, Busby Berkeley, known for these huge production Spectacles. And, right. And so what, this a big group? Well, uh, no, it no. was only seven or eight actors. And what she did is the, the spectacle part came from the media. Right. And so you would, you would splice in like... It was one, pared down. Right. And you would add in the media and the elements. Media, and media it, meaning... Live video, video during projection. projection. Oh. I did this one dance where I was playing this. Um, she was called the Electricity Fairy, and I forget her. I forget her name. That was her real. That was her her character her, title. Her character title, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But I forget her real name. Um, but she actually performed at the World's Fair, and she performed as she was part of that sort of that vaudeville that time during vaudeville where she would travel around. And but she um, she had these huge. Uh, it's like a, it was almost like a giant wings or a cloth that I think it's probably what they called it, the electricity fairy. And she would move them, she manipulate them with her arms. But the they would use 
light projections on her. And this uh. is, you know, in the early whatever, the early 20th century. But the lights that they would use ended up making her go blind mm. because they were so, oh. there was no filter. And she would stare right into them as she would. Oh, no. And, she, and it actually ended up causing her to go completely blind. But it was, it was, the, it was her story. It was Buzzy, Busby Berkeley's story, which was also very tragic. He ended up becoming a very intense alcoholic and, and ended up sort of derailing his career and oh. had this horrible car wreck laid in his career. Anyway, it was, it, was, it was weaving in. Yeah, it was weaving in their biographies into this multimedia. And anyway, we, we traveled around Europe with it. And Big in Europe. Very big in Europe. Seems yeah. very European. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so. Big in Europe, big in New York where you're, I mean, I should admit, I think this is impressive, you know, part mm. of the Obie Award winning production. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then I, yeah, I worked a lot in New York. I was very lucky in terms of, uh, I got to work with some fabulous directors and in, with some really extraordinary productions and world premieres of productions. That was Sarah Rule, who was also one of our favorite. Who, who I wrote, who I wrote my thesis on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which you I, guys are swirling around each other forever. It's like we were right. right on the same plane at the same time until we were. But, wow. but uh, yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> instant love affair. Wonderful. <laughs> I, I hate to have to interrupt, but we do. It's already time for the break. It goes by so quickly. Yeah. But when we come back, we're going to hear about Cafeteria Kids, Great. how you guys finally met each other, how you put it all together, what you're doing now. It's Ame Guillaume and Olivia Cowell of Cafeteria the Cap. Take your time, John. Oh, thank you, Lauren. <laughs> thank you for the permission. <clears throat> Cafeteria Kids Theater. There it is. Time to go to intermission. Come back for more Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and Bodega Bay and streaming live on the Simple Radio app on the Apple Watch, back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Would you quit giving (laughs) Apple all these free plugs until they're a sponsor, please? With that being said, you can find past episodes of this show on Apple's iTunes store (laughs) by searching searching Judd's Napa Valley Show. Yes, we do podcast these. Subscribe. Listen, there's well over 100. Excuse me, my grammar. There are as well... No, there are. There's more than 100. Over is a relationship. Anyway, um, <laughs> we are here speaking with Ame Guillaume and Olivia Cowell. They are the directors of Cafeteria Kids Theater here in Napa Valley. Let's talk about it. How did this get started? This has become kind of the place for kids to get their drama on here in Napa Valley. Amen. And, and this, is not, this is not new. Working with kids is not new for either one of you. I mean, for years and years, you've been working with almost every school in the county, it seems like. And I know there's an old adage in showbiz, never work with animals or kids. Oh, yeah. So why? We ignored the adage. Yeah. yeah. Indeed, we did. Well, you start because you had... You had a little. You had it started before I came into the picture. Yeah, but, but oh, but just barely. But just, just barely. barely. So go for it, my dear. Um, and already the fates were wanting to have us they meet were, anyway. So okay, so I uh, was in Berkeley, California, and had just wrapped a show at Berkeley Rep, and was looking to teach. I part of UCSD. Your part of your training is teaching. And I taught college level, but I'd always wanted to teach kiddos. So I got roped into teaching at um, 
uh, down in the South Bay at Theater Works, and I trained there with Mary Sutton, who was head of ad- education outreach, and I worked with kids um, in the classrooms there, and I also did this really cool program that they have, which I would love to do here in Napa Valley, yes. um, f- with Lucille Packard Children's Hospital, where you do bedside visits, and you um, you do drama games with kids who are there for long-term care, and with mm-hmm. their families who are there for long-term care. And so anyway, I, got, I trained with Mary Sutton and then moved into Napa Valley with my husband. He got a job here. And Olivia and I ended up both getting cast in a reading of the Laramie Project. Yeah, it was the 10-year anniversary oh. mm-hmm. wow. of, of the Laramie Project. And uh, Jennifer King at Napa Valley College was remounting a production she had done in previous years that my husband actually had acted in. So she invited uh, my husband to come back and then um, asked me if I would participate and then Ame was asked as well, and that's where we finally met, of all places, because I was still in San Francisco in grad school at that time, right. but came back. Yeah. We, we came back up for that reading. So we started talking at yeah. one of the breaks, and I started talking about how I'm there. You know, I just moved to Napa Valley, and I've just started this studio where I'm teaching kids with the wonderful Tammy Nixon, who had a studio at that time, and I was teaching after-school classes there, and I just started teaching at Blue Oak School in their, um, in their lower school. And I started talking to her about teaching, and she said, I like kids. I, I've taught before. I like, I like drama. <laughs> I like children. There's all these things we know how to do. Which wasn't what people normally say, <laughs> right. especially in the acting world, <laughs> right. when you talk exactly. to them right. about teaching kids. Right. So, kids and animals. Kids and a- <laughs> then we're back to the kids and animals, yeah. which I have actually a spicier story on that, which I can't say on the air, but I'll tell you when we're done. But anyway. Hang the- around. We'll put it on the podcast. Okay. Content, right. Special podcast content. Okay, okay awesome. So anyway, we started talking, and... I shared with Olivia what I learned from Mary Sutton, and I, at that point, I started cafeteria, the cafe- cafeteria, the cafeteria, not right. cafeteria kids here, but the cafeteria, and we started doing it together. And that we would was go two thousand and seven, yeah, we, and we would go into schools and yeah. do drama residencies, which is exactly what we're doing now, yeah. and. Um, and we were we realized that we shared the same brain. It's a little freaky at times. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Olivia's a, a thousand times more organized than I am. But well, you definitely make for a great pair. Well, I can say that as a as a parent looking at it as a program that my kids have participated in, and seeing how well organized it is, how well run it is, how uh, exciting it is for the kids to be a part of. You two work very well together to present a very professional and fun program for the kids. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm curious, what are some of the, what are some of the programs you offer? I mean, we're going to talk about the big production. Sure. You're doing mm-hmm. a large scale theatrical production. Sure. Last year was Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. This year, Willy Wonka coming up in one month. In one month. One month. Boom, 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 but boom, boom, that's boom. not all you do. It's not <laughs> right. just this big stage spectacle. You also do camps and right. well you mentioned the school programs can you talk a little bit about what cafeteria kids theater does sure olivia sure we ha- do we offer a menu of things at cafeteria kids <laughs> theater oh boy let's see we please <laughs> peruse our menu <laughs> yes we we do we have in school residencies where we go into schools that we're contracted with and do uh 10 week drama programs with 10 10 session sorry 10 sessions with with a class and ends with a little performance piece um and we usually scaffold that in with with something that the students are learning in their homeroom we do after school classes we do summer camps which were hugely popular this year which we feel very blessed with we actually had to have a waiting list for our summer camps this year and we have had 
the great fortune to not only partner with Napa Valley Performing Arts Center at Lincoln Theater on not only our big production, but we also utilize their space for our camps and some of our after-school classes. And we also got to work with Nimbus Arts this summer and the summer past. By the way, how exciting is it for the kids to be able to have their camps and programs at Lincoln it's, Theater? It's, which it's is amazing. Beautiful theater I mean, with a gigantic Broadway. stage. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It's very inspiring for them it, to be in that space. They right. come out on stage the first time that they get to stand on stage and all of them squeal. I have yet, <laughs> I'm talking 15-year-old boys are squealing. Like, it's just so exciting. And it's hysterical, too, because they'll, they'll be out of their body, so they'll just, your daughter included, will just start, yeah. well, they'll, or they'll just start dancing. <laughs> just start, just spontaneously <laughs> dancing. And which, there's no music playing in their head. There yeah. is, but it, it's fantastic. Or in chorus line in their head. It, yeah, oh yeah. What are the ages you work with? You mentioned little kids, but you just mentioned 15-year-old boys. So what, what is the age range? Well, the youngest, we just did a class this past spring. spring. I was going to say semester, but it's not really. Yeah, spring for four to six-year-olds, and that was hysterical. Drama junior. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Which you don't really need to teach them drama per se. It's more just making (laughs) it organized and safe and fun. That are already dramatic. (laughs) Which are already dramatic. And it was great. We had actually trained a gal who I had taught from the young and tender age of third grade, whatever whatever that is, eight or nine, who is now 18. And um, we trained her to be the lead teacher. And she did a fantastic job. Emma Harrington, God bless her. So that's the youngest. And then the oldest is, right now I think the oldest in our cast is 17. 17. Yeah. yeah. So, and then we offer, you know, we, last summer, not this past summer, but the summer before, we had a, a teen week where it was just, you had to be a teenager to, to come to the camp. And that was hysterical. We did a, a, sh- a show about superheroes. Gone awry. Gone, yeah. Super yeah. awry. Were, were there any telephone booths involved? There were, there were not, but there should have been. Oh, bummer. There were flipped tables, though. Ah. So does that help? And Batman made multiple appearances sure trying to solve crimes. But the majority of our classes and in, in camps are predominantly that 7 to 12-year-old well, range. range. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like for the production, we'll do a huge age range. So right now the age range is 7 to 17. For Willy Wonka. For Willy Wonka. Oh, okay. And then we did a musical theater camp this summer with Nimbus, and that was 8 to 18. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a wide range when we do anything that's really connected to musical theater. But then we'll do specific after-school classes that are geared toward, you know, certain, ages. certain age groups because they just... They, they gel with each other in, in mm-hmm. fantastic ways when you, 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 put them, you put them together. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm sure information on all of these programs can be found at cafeteriakidstheater.org. Correct. Yeah, it's all there. Correct. It's all there. It's it is all there. all there. We can come to your school, in school, after school, and we're, but, and but we're not in, before school. But not before school. Oh, <laughs> no. gosh. You don't no, want no, 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 Don't no, get no, the no, actors no. Way too early. And we are a nonprofit organization. We we became nonprofit in 2014. So we did that shift from 2007 to 2014. Mm. We made a big shift in our lives and and uh, really put our heads together and our, our worked very hard to create the nonprofit organization. And I believe there is a button on that website where it's folks called can make milk a, money. We call it milk money. Make their tax deductible donation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there follow you. the milk money button and we have it set up through PayPal. It's all mm-hmm. themed towards the cafeteria. Tis, tis, so tis. I have to ask you where you know why that name, Cafeteria Kids. Theater. So here's the scoop. Down way back when in two thousand and five when I was teaching in the South Bay, I taught at a school called McPherson Elementary, which is unfortunately now 
has shuttered its doors, oh. but it was in Mountain View. And I went in and I was teaching a third grade and a fourth grade and a fifth grade. And a little boy in the fourth grade, I'll never forget it. We, he was, he was a, a child who was very high energy and clearly loved drama. It took a little bit to rein him in, but once he was focused and on it, he was ju- he just could tell it just, he loved it. So we finished a class and they were getting ready to go to their recess break and then lunch. And so we finished and he came up to me and he goes, Amay, can I tell you something? And he was very, he was very, very serious, serious, very serious. It. And I said, sure, sweetie, what is it? <laughs> yeah. I said, what is it? And he goes, I just want you to know that I like drama better than lunch and recess. That's all. And he walked away. And that was actually probably the best compliment I ever got as a teacher. And I realized for them, it's a huge compliment because lunch and recess is their time. It's their time to be themselves, to play out whatever emotions they're having. And if you go to any schoolyard, anywhere, you see kids, you know, tearing through the yard and screaming or they're playing, you know, imagination game, you know, they're, they're creating something or they're playing a game of, you know, soccer, but they're throwing their bodies into it. Mm-hmm. And same thing in when they're eating, you know, there's high drama oh, around always. lunch, you know, who's sitting with who and what are you eating? And oh my gosh, she took my food. And there's so much getting acted out. I realized that that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to create an atmosphere that they feel safe to be themselves, to, to it really take emotional risks because that's what they're doing. They don't know they're doing it. And that's uh-huh. what professional actors are trying Train and trained to, to do. do. Children do it innately. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, we forget. And so yeah. we have to retrain ourselves, but children naturally Excellent. do it. Well, th- thanks for putting some focus on that because when I first heard that, Name. I, I was just kind of curious. Like cafeteria kids, it's a cute name. Mm-hmm. To me, cafeteria is just that raucous room. But yep. you explaining what's behind mm-hmm. all the noise mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. gives me a little focus yep. and clarity. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Now you're deep in rehearsals right now for Willy Wonka, oh, which deep. is playing October 27th through 30th at the Lincoln Theater. Correct. And that's got a present some challenges because you're not the only group that gets to perform at Lincoln Theater. They have groups that come through. There's they do. There, there's concerts of all sorts. There's shows. And I'm, I'm going to bring it up because I think <laughs> it's kind of funny. And I'm curious how you're dealing with it. But I, I, I know for a fact, because this has been brought to, you know, some attention, that rehearsals for Willy Wonka are going to be overlapping with the Australian male stripper review coming up pretty soon. <laughs> will the kids be interacting with that talent in any way? No, they will not. No, okay. they won't. There they, will be no crossover. We'll be at a different location <laughs> on right. that day. day. I was kind of curious. <laughs> We're going to let work. them have their space. Thunder Down Under uh-huh. can take over the theater. Okay, yes. so they... They get it for the day. They do. The theater theater is great at working with us in the sense that if a show comes in, we we then find another space. It's such a huge space. We may not be on stage that day, but we might be in a different location within the theater. Yeah. But for that particular one, they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and have that day. And okay, we're gonna give it to them. Let them have it. (laughs) It's gonna be hugely successful. I know the one they had. It wasn't that particular review, but a couple weeks ago they had another similar in it. It sold out the house. Indeed, so it Napa did. Napa Valley apparently loves its male stripper reviews. Uh-huh. Who uh-huh. knew? Who, who, who knew? knew? Who indeed? 
Okay, well, that's that's good to know. But let's talk about Willy Wonka. Okay, great. Tell me about it. This is going to be another big spectacle. Peter Pan was huge. I think it surpassed everyone's expectations about production quality, uh, the, the acting, what you were able to draw out of the kids as far as their performances, and just the overall spectacle of it and i have a feeling willy wonka will be similar we are tr- we are trying our best to uh to have the same caliber if not a little bit more with this one uh with we're doing the classic raw doll willy wonka hearkening back to the gene wilder movie if you will not so much johnny depp right so we're kind of going back to the classic well i story. didn't notice it was called willy wonka not charlie and the charlie chocolate and the factory Chocolate. right right so that would lead me to believe it's the gene wilder it's film correct Okay. We've added songs in because the musical, the, oh. the stage musical has additional songs than what you would right. see in the movie. Right. Are the classics still there? Such a cl- world of pure imagination? Yes, yes they yes. are. Okay. The classics Absolutely. Are and, I, Charlie. and I oh, want yes. more from Veruca Salt. Okay, good, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, we've taken the, the artistic liberty of, of tweaking some things that will be a surprise to how we've imagined the factory and perhaps the Oompa Loompas and things within it yes um, yes. to keep it exciting to keep it exciting and and fresh mm -hmm. we also this production have flying uh, which we did in Peter Pan as well we have a great company it comes out from Louisville, Kentucky, don't they? Mm-hmm. And train not only the fly crew, but train the uh, actors as well. And so some some of these kids get to do some flying. Some really time, cool acrobatic that, That's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see it. Lauren, you've done so many plays in your day. Were you ever? Did you ever get to fly, or were you ever in a show that had flying? Uh, sadly, I was not. You were not. <laughs> you were never flying. No. Well, I hope you'll come and witness some flying here. Well, I hope I will. And... Uh, by the way, speaking of which, it's nice that uh, this this uh, production of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory will be a special tribute to Gene Wilder. Exactly. We, that was – we couldn't believe – I mean, it was, uh, of, of course, uh, a very sad day when we found, found, found out about his right. passing. We were well underway in rehearsals mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. But we did take the opportunity to share who he was with the kids because a lot of them don't – know who he is yeah. you know just because yeah. it's such a different generation but we we the, the first f- rehearsal we had with the full cast after he passed we did the we dimmed the lights because they'll do that on mm, broadway they'll dim yeah. the lights for performers who or people who are in the industry who have made a, a you an know impact. an impact or mm-hmm. a, sure. a, a major contribution to to the world of theater in and of itself, but specifically to Broadway. So we, we dimmed the lights and we spoke about him and we just had a moment. And, and, you know, I think it's important because he, he is, he's such an iconic performer, but he was so much known for his role specifically as Willy Wonka. Oh yeah. And he, I think he really treasured the idea of, I think he hid his illness for a few years because he didn't want kids to know because he, he wanted to keep up that, that idea of sharing the the joy of of that character specifically, mm-hmm. you know, and the idea of bringing love and happiness and and imagination to children. Yeah, I, it's I, very sweet. It's, it's a lovely thought. Very sweet. It was also Roald Dahl's hundredth birthday. So oh. last last week, uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks now. ago. Oh my goodness! Yeah. You got mm-hmm. lots to celebrate. Here. So we have yes, we have memorial, and we also have commemoration, and we have a commemoration of birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to run October twenty seventh. Through the 30th. Through the 30th. Mm-hmm. And information is at cafeteriakidstheater.org and tickets available at lincolntheater.com. Mm-hmm. Anybody 
can come. You don't have to be a parent of a kid in the production. No, and no, no, everybody no. Everybody come. There's schools, I believe, are going to be coming. We, uh, there's do. Like a- we do. Well, our first, our student matinee, we have a, a student-only matinee on the 27th during school hours, and that's sold out. Sold out already. Oh. Yep. And the additional shows, there's a variety of prices that we have. We have a special $10 ticket for our Saturday 11 a.m. matinee. We tried to make it economical for people who wanted to bring families Wonderful. to be able to afford it right. as well. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's very I important. Wait. I'll be probably uh, every show. <laughs> Judd, I, we are uh, excited to see you. I, I, I went to every show. Every show. And, and I didn't get tired of it. It was that <laughs> good. <laughs> Thank you. It was that good. You know, both of you have great theater backgrounds, so mm-hmm. I thought it would, with the degrees to back it up, mm-hmm. uh, too. I mean, um, so I thought it would be fun to do a little improv here, right here. going to mm-hmm. spring it on you. All right. What do you say? So earlier, we went online. We asked some of the fans of the show to send in some scenarios. And what it's going to be, it's going to be like a, a, a group dynamic. One, one person here will be addressing the other three. So let's, let we, I, I print it out. We put them in a hat. We're going to pull them out. So, Lauren, pull that first one. The, who's going to be doing the addressing? Which one? Ame. Okay. You, you are going to be addressing the three of us. Okay. And your... Okay, let's pull out situation. Lauren, pull that out. Thank you. Ah, okay. You are somebody who has just found a tadpole in her milkshake. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 And the rest of us are... Pull that out, please. Have taken vows of silence and cannot speak. Oh, oh well, this God. is going to make good. Interesting for radio. <laughs> radio. And <laughs> go. Hi. Um. Excuse me. I am. Um, I was wondering if I could get some help. I, there appears to be something in my milkshake. Hello. <clears throat> Hi. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. And I- scene. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was brilliant. Thank you. Everybody performed. Beautifully. Oh, uh, there's more to this not speaking. It says it can only communicate using charades. Well, we did. I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. Yeah. As far as the audience goes, oh, yeah. uh, knows that was all charades. Mm. Ame. Yes. Tell me about your roller derby desires. <laughs> I, have, I have heard that if you weren't so, so ensconced in the world of kids' theater, you would be a roller derby queen. If I wasn't a shy retiring. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, I... I, we my actually it's funny my husband and I went to go see there was a movie about roller derby it came out I don't know I want to say like six years ago with um, what's her name she's so great she was in Juno oh yeah the, uh, uh, she, uh, her Academy Homer. Award yeah. Yeah, the gal, the gal the gal the gal, gal, gal. gal. Ellen Page Ellen Page oh, thank Page. you gosh thank God your under forty brain so yeah so Ellen Page and it was actually set in Austin which I also loved dig dig. You know, Doug watching that. So anyway, I thought I loved it. And I just the idea of like getting on a rink and bashing into people whilst <laughs> trying to find the finish line on roller skates. It felt very 1977. Well, and I, I happen it. to be very well connected in the world of roller derby. So we will talk off air <laughs> if you need to get into a rink. Yep. Judd's Hill is a uh, <laughs> former one of the original sponsors of the Los Angeles Derby Dolls. And so really? we can, we can, talk. We can oh get you on the gosh. bank track if you ever need to get on there. I love it. Now, I've got to ask you both something. Yes. In all seriousness, I know we've had some fun here today. You know, being a community-minded and all that, I, I really do need to ask you this because I'm sure it's what people are wanting to know, really getting to the bottom of it. Do either of you go nuts for donuts? Oh, we both go nuts. We for both donuts. go nuts for donuts. <laughs> <gasps> oh. So we, we don't have a ton of time, so what oh. I'd like you to do just... You know, spur the moment. Just grab one. The first one that speaks to you. 
Let's see. A May. Ah, what? The, the Maple Old Fashioned. The Maple that is Old the Fashioned. Most popular oh. here. And you took the one, the fancy French cruller. Well, I am fancy um, and French. That, well, that's, <laughs> I, I knew one of you would be. So what I would like you to do now, maybe a two-line monologue inspired by your donut of choice. Two-line well, monologue? Well, a quick one is what I'm getting at. We're running low on time. Okay, you go first. Oh, no pressure. Your hair looks like French braids, but actually you don't have hair. It's just delicious glaze. There you go. Thank you. It even kind of rhymed. <laughs> that's really hard to follow up. <laughs> Okay, all right, I'm going to go avant-garde. <clears throat> Maple old-fashioned. Donut, donut, what do I see? Donut, donut, staring back at me. Fabulous, thank you very much. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Madeline. That's right, it's the fill-in-the-blank word game. I'm sure you ladies know how this works. We're just oh, going to yeah. go. We're running low on time. So what I'd like you to do is I... Ask you for uh, parts of speech. Just blurt them out. Either one of you can go. I'm just going to take the first answer I get. The first one is a plural noun. Balls. Okay. There we go. Like baseballs, everybody. Yeah, we're getting into playoff season here. (laughs) Uh, Plural noun. Another one. You go for it. Octopi. Octopi. Octopi, octopi. Here we go. Plural noun. Another one. Oh, gosh. World of theater, world of theater. False eyelashes. False eyelashes. Very good. Another plural noun. Uh, Diabolical cannibals. Diabolical cannibals. (laughs) I don't know where your mind is right now, but I'm enjoying it. It's going to be good. An adjective, a good descriptor. Scathing. Ooh, I hope you never got one of those in a review. Oh, my gosh, so many. Okay, well, it's not. That's the next show. How about a state of being? I'm not sure if this is a word or not, but can we say disgruntledness? Disgruntledness, of course. We'll just add it to the lexicon. Disgruntledness. (laughs) Add that to the Webster's Pocket Dictionary. Yes. (laughs) Another state of being. Um, Well, a general state of my being is angst. 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 AKA angst. Which is also when going to theater storm and drong. And another another state of being. Well, let's do the uh, let's do some bliss then. Bliss. Have a little angst. I'll have a little bliss. A noun. Hotel hot tub. Hotel hot tub. A plural noun. Um. Uh. Uh. uh, Kids. uh, uh, Hopscotch competitors. Hopscotch competitors. This is a long one. Okay. An emotion. Elation. Elation. And finally, another emotion. Let's tie back to the top. Nuttiness. Nuttiness. Here we go. Earlier today, I went on cafeteriakidstheater.org, looked at your mission statement. You've just rewritten it via this mad list. Oh, my Here stars. Here we go. <clears throat> Our mission is to bring the performing arts to balls and octopi in Napa Valley. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> using theater as a vehicle to bridge different ethnicities, backgrounds, and false eyelashes. Okay. <laughs> it's actually kind of true. We strive to educate children to investigate the diabolical cannibals that <laughs> exist in all people. <laughs> also it. true for theater. Yeah. As they journey through the scathing process, which in turn <laughs> builds inner disgruntledness, <laughs> angst, and bliss. So you get all of it. Okay. <laughs> Very well rounded. 
Our goal is to give children of all ages the tools they need to discover the hotel hot tubs within them. Because <laughs> they are warm. Yes, warm, inviting children. And, mm-hmm. and live in the world from a place of hopscotch competition, <laughs> elation, and nuttiness. Which, again, is very true. Yes, indeed. It is. I would like to invite, we're out of time, so I would like to invite anybody to go to Cafeteria Theater, uh, cafeteriakidstheater.org, read the real mission statement. It's lovely. Ame, Olivia, thanks for joining us. Judd, thank you for having us. Thank you. And thank you, Lauren. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gilamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.